I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. I'm fine. Welcome to the Death and Betrayal podcast, a new Horace Heresy podcast and hobby blog. I'm your host, Alex, and with me today is Craig. How you doing today, Craig? What up, heretics? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Uh, so, like we said, we're your hosts, Alex and Craig. Get to mm-hmm. learn our voices because you're going to be hearing a lot from us. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Craig, so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what got you into the hobby? Give a little intro for yourself oh. and uh, what, what we can expect from from you on the podcast. Uh, well, the short story, uh, I've been playing since I was 15, so 22 years now. I uh, started with 40K. Actually, I started with Epic. And then moved to 40k, uh, then from 40k to 30k. And for me, I mean, right now, what you can expect from me, I don't know, hobby tips and tricks. I don't know, here to share my knowledge and discuss Horace Heresy stuff with a good buddy of mine. Yeah, right on. Um, What's, what did you play in Epic? What was your army? Oh, I had Imperial Guard. Imperial Guard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had nice. Uh, me and my friends had a uh, bit of a cold war going on, and every time I got my allowance, I'd roll, ride my bike over to this local shop that wasn't too far from my place, and I'd buy a blister of whatever, whether it be Lehman Rust tanks or Bane blades. I think at one point in time, I had like nine Bane blades and thirty-two Lehman Rust tanks. Like, we went nuts. <laughs> Man, I, I have you seen any of the the epic rules for thirty k? I have not. I have not. Yeah, somebody's done them all up. Um, it's uh, it's pretty tempting, but I'm waiting to see if they if they actually do bring it back a little bit with uh, Titanicus. I know they said they're not gonna, but um, my my I worry know. my worry is like if I see it, then I'm gonna want to get back into Epic, and I know people are selling Epic as a for a premium right now, and it hurts me because I don't know what happened to my Epic. It just kind of just disappeared. Your parents have an attic. Oh no, my parents—they moved out of their house ages ago. It's just—I oh. think it was—I think it was on me. I was in a car accident. Oh god, eleven, twelve years ago. I think it was in my trunk of my car, and I didn't clear my truck car out. So, bye bye, all my epic. Stuff. That's how I lost all my CDs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, when I moved when I moved out west, um, mm. I left my car for my dad to to sell for me. And uh, I forgot all the CDs in it, and so it just it got sold with the CDs in it. And uh, I mean, it's fine. Every, all the music's on the phone now, right? I've got, yeah, exactly. I've got Apple Music, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't even remember what CDs I had. So, um, and back then we were still all burning them, burning oh, yeah. them onto stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, what are your current yeah. projects right now? uh well um right right now i'm still working on my mechanicum but uh i i got into 40k back when uh i think i was 12 and uh and i i I had a paper route Mm -hmm. and um i don't think we actually played the game right but who knows we might we might have had some modicum of correctness to it what this Uh, that would have been like 2000 so, so that was sure. the third edition. Third edition. Yeah, third edition. Yeah, so I remember I got a, I remember I got a Chimera, and um, like my my buddy had the, I think it was the Assault on Black Reach. I think that's when Assault on Black Reach came out as a starter, 
I think that hung around for third and fourth edition, I want to say. Um, and uh, and he had that, and I, I played that with him, and I was like, oh, the, like this is awesome. The Space Marines are sweet. I hate the orcs, screw them. But uh, and of course, they were painted up just like the box, right? So ultramarines mm. and and whatever the orc faction was. And uh, but um, yeah, my my only option for space marines, if I wanted to be a space marine player, because he was already space marines, was uh, space wolves, mm-hmm. which I, I really wanted to do. But just the uh, I mean, they were so expensive back then, especially as a kid, mm-hmm. that uh, I went I went for the Catachans because I got more models for my money. <laughs> um, I think, what was it? Uh, you get 20 models in a box? For yeah. The and only yeah. 10 in yeah, the Space Marines? Yeah, you got squad? 20 models. Yeah. Uh, and I think it might have even been less than that at the time for Space Wolves. Um, Maybe. But uh, I, th- I think the store also just didn't have much for Space Wolves. But I love the Viking motif. Uh, mm. uh, and I mean, that's kind of through through the whole thing i've been picking up space wolf bits here and there bit swaps and everything else mm. and, and i've only just kind of gotten started into it now but um yeah and then then i, I got out probably when i was like 15 or so i think because i i had moved uh i'd moved back to ontario and didn't know anyone who who used it or who played mm. it and um uh you know i didn't didn't have a didn't have income and stuff anymore coming in so kind of put it on the back burner kind of forgot about it mm. started playing lacrosse um you know got interested in girls and, and just kind of forgot about it and then yeah. in uh 2010 i think it was um you know things things were just slowing down a little bit and i was bored and i went into took my brother into a, a game store in, in fredericton uh, mm-hmm. gamezilla Shout out to Gamezilla if anyone in Fredericton's listening, and uh, walked in there and and bought like a, a the the three pack of the Tau Stealth suits, yeah, and just started painting those just kind of for fun. wasn't really intending to play. It was getting deep into the lore, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I mean, you know me, I'm a big narrative player, right? So, oh yeah, <laughs> like that's that's kind of where it came from, and uh, and then I I started reading into the Eldar and, and Craft World Oathway, and I was like, oh yeah. Like I dig it. This is awesome. I, I want to build this as an army, yeah. even though I still still had nobody to play with. Um, and then uh, it turned out that one of the guys I worked with at EB Games um, had been in the hobby for years and started getting some painting tips from him. How to use, uh, you know, washes, edge highlights, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, started into like a, hev- a guardian heavy like Althway way army oh. and uh shortly after that I, I was when i moved out west actually so that, that would have been 2012 mm-hmm. and uh brought it with me and then just a, as it happened um another guy from Fredericton moved out here and his roommates were talking about it and we were at a party and they were trying to kind of be quiet about it mm-hmm. i walked up and i was just like hey what's up like i <laughs> i hear what you're saying yeah i hear and you. uh and they were like really and i was like yeah i was like i've like i was like i've never played it uh you know, properly, but I have like a fully painted, uh, Althway army. Mm-hmm. Like if you guys want to play and they were like, yeah, yeah come, come over next week. And so we played some floor hammer cause they didn't have like a table that was the right. <laughs> and, uh, and that, that felt a little weird. Cause I'm you know, I show up, I'm, I'm in, I didn't change after work. So I'm in dress pants and a dress shirt. And, and uh, yeah. And then we, and then we like climbed down onto the floor and this get these guys was, uh, they were renting a house. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they had the old GW green mat. Oh, yeah. And uh, we played a um, we played a, a two v two because the other the other guy had uh, had Eldar, mm-hmm. uh, but he hadn't really he was only just getting into it, so he just kind of had what he had built. So it was just gray plastic. And then uh, the other guy that uh, Nathan was uh, one of the one of the roommates there, and, and he had uh, he had Blood Angels, and then Julian was the other one, and, and he had uh, I think he had Orcs, and. Um, Actually, you know what? The the other guy was building his Eldar at the time, so mm. it, it was a three way three way fight. Uh, and Nathan had like was the most, I guess you'd say animated. Like you know, if if you just made like an insane shot and an insane roll, he would paint you a picture of oh, what geez. was happening. It was awesome. Like it, you know, he he was like a real yeah. narrator for it, and I was yeah. like, fuck, this is awesome. I'm into it. Uh, and then I did a little bit of 40k Space Wolves, you know, because I had the money and. Um, but I still wasn't very good at painting yet, so I, I kind of uh, and and I hate the male pattern baldness thing that was going on with the space wolves. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, you know what I mean? It doesn't doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why do they all look like they just rolled out of uh, <laughs> out of a um, conspiracy theory convention? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They get the toilet bowl and it's going out like the all the hairs shooting out like the aliens guy. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah and then i think i had bought i i got exposed to well actually why why don't why don't you tell us why how you got exposed to 30k and how you started playing um and then then i can kind of tell you how i made that transition because i think that's always a unique transition where it's where it's such a specialty game Mm -hmm. and it comes from forge world well so i I transitioned from from Epic to 40k and it was basically based off of th- third edition had just dropped and so me and my friends got into it and uh, uh, over time uh, they moved away the the people I I originally started playing with and so I was kind of like I still had a lot of people in the community but the people I started with were moved to Calgary or just stopped playing altogether um, uh, so I I took a break hiatus from fourth to I didn't come back until six, so I didn't play in fifth at all. I came back late in six, and unfortunately, my my transition into the from the forty k to thirty k isn't a upbeat, you know, yay kind of thing. I played in a local league for forty k, um, and again, it was the end of the sixth edition. I had just gotten back into playing and these guys were just basically abusing the rules or flat out blatantly cheating because of my lack of knowledge of the rules at the time so it was really competitive yeah and so i was just like i can't do this i'm not doing this with the and don't get me wrong it was out of all the games i had it was only two people that really ruined it for me the rest were really great but i was just like i can't do this anymore um and so i started looking at the at 30k and i like the way the models looked and so that was in 2012 so i started building my dark angels when book one dropped uh, i was able to get my hands on book one and uh i didn't really care about playing as much anymore at that point i was more about painting and so you got right in at the ground level oh yeah yeah i was book one <laughs> um and i was like i'm doing my dark angels and uh because i'm a massive dark angels nerd 
And yep. yeah, so I mean I still have models from from then. Um so yeah, so I, I, I transitioned that way and then a few people in the community uh were really interested in the thirty K. So I started playing with them and then that expanded and expanded and you know, here we are. We have a fairly healthy thirty K community, I'd say, one of the healthier ones in North America. Uh, so. Yeah, I think I think we're definitely getting there for sure. Uh, I mean, my my foray into it is a little more of a happy accident. Um, uh, so I, I was buying, you know, I found out I can't even remember how I found out about Forge World, but I hated the GW Eldar avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, like it's yeah. an old sculpt. It's yeah. it's and then I, it must have been on Reddit. One? Yeah, the pewter one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's in fine cast now, but yeah. I. Uh, and I kind of, I probably came across it on Reddit and mm. the Forge World model. And I was like, oh, what's Forge World? So I went over and I started, and I was like, oh, these, these are expensive, but they're really nice. And I was mm. like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to get, I'm going to get the avatar. And I got, I got him with the sword. Um, I still have him. He's, he's the only thing I've got left from the Eldar army. Mm. Um, but, uh, cause I, I don't care to play 40k. Yeah, and, um, and, uh, so I bought this thing and, and I waited and I waited and it was getting close to Christmas time. And, uh, and I get home from work and there's this huge box, mm-hmm. like huge, sitting on the doorstep. And I was like, oh shit, like how big is this thing? Like, you know, <laughs> it, maybe I can't, maybe it's not a piece I can actually play with. Like, yeah. um, and so I'm like, well, whatever. So I, I get inside and I open the box up and Forge World had incorrectly shipped me somebody's order. Uh, and it turns out it was somebody in Australia, so I'm willing to bet it was probably somebody uh, in the Aya Horus community. Yeah, shout out to the Aya Horus podcast. <laughs> and uh, I think it was probably somebody in there because it was all this Mark II power armor, Night Lords Terror squads, upgrade kits, oh, Terror wow. heads. Um, it, I can't remember which pattern of fo- which pattern of Bolter was in there, mm. but. Um, you know, some night raptors and all these crazy, and I was like, holy shit, like, what are these for? Like, this looks amazing. <laughs> and uh, and I sat on it for quite some time. I, mm-hmm. Well, I didn't sit on it, I shouldn't say that because I emailed Forge World right away because I knew yeah. it was close to Christmas. And I said, like, hey guys, uh, I, I got the wrong order. Um, you know, this is probably supposed to be somebody's Christmas present. Like, you know, just let me know what to do or where to send it back to. Yeah. And they emailed me back and they said like, you know what? We already caught the mistake. Don't worry about it. Cause this guy's order was so large. It would have gone out on like express shipping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he already knew cause he got my Eldar avatar. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so he had already emailed them and they, you know, they said, Hey, we're already aware. We're really sorry about that. Um, you know, we've already dispatched a new one with express shipping. It should be headed to your place now. Uh, just go ahead and keep that. Um, consider it an early Christmas present. And this thing had to be like 300 great British pounds worth of night. Um, and I just, I didn't know what to do with it. So I sat on it for a while, like, Oh, do I make a chaos army? Like, do I want to play chaos space Marines? Mm-hmm. Cause I really only knew like, you know, those three guys that I met earlier that were playing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was like, do I want to do that? And then, so then I started digging into the lore of the night Lords and, and then I kind of found out that it was horse heresy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I had ultimately decided I didn't want to, I didn't want to get into it. 
So I sold it for like pretty cheap. Um, and I can't remember who I sold it to. Uh, it, it very well could have been Theo. Um, cause it, it was, it was, it was a very similar looking guy. Uh, but I just sold it on Kijiji and I met the guy like in the West end of Edmonton and, and just kind of like, I think he gave me like 250 bucks and I gave him a box full of like brand new horse heresy resin and I said, okay, thanks man. So deep. Um, well, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't know any better and, yeah. and I didn't know anybody. Right. So I, I just kind of wanted it gone. Um, and, uh, and so I, I kind of, I went about. And then I, I I was just flipping around on on Forge World one day, and this had to be. This wasn't too too long before I kind of jumped into your 30k league that you were yeah. running, um, and uh, so I think the Night Lords are book two. Yes, they book, are book two. two. Yeah, book two. yeah. So so book three had just dropped, and there was a bundle where you could get the Darkwing pattern Storm Eagle, mm-hmm. Corvus Corax, and a squad of Dark Furies and a squad of Mordathan. Okay. And I was like, these guys look sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I kind of looked into it a little bit, and they're like, yeah, you can because it was still you know uh, it was sixth or se- I think it was seventh edition at that point. And they were like, yeah, you can totally use it. Like, you know, I asked some guys on Reddit and they were like, yeah, like you can play it. Like it, the balance is a little off, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. Yeah. Um, like it's probably going to be more against your favor. Like mm. it's going to be harder for you. So I was like, oh, okay, the guys will be fine. If I, if I just do this like heresy army. So yeah. I started, that's, that's when I started the Raven guard and I got, you know, I got into them and I started building and painting and I had the dark, uh, the storm Eagle was like one of the first models I built from forge world after oh, the wow. avatar. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was tough. Um, <laughs> you know, and I'd, I'd put some, yeah, I'd put some forge world doors on it and, and, uh, you know, and, and, and and then I, I had this Raven Guard army, and I and I tried to go fluffy with it, right? So I had tactical mm. squads. I was infiltrating everything, and yeah. and then oh, I remember um, the list. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't wasn't too bad. It wasn't wasn't as nasty as my list is now, but no. Um, you know, now I've got the glassiest cannon. Like it's, uh, I've had a few games where I've come out and I've just smashed in the first couple of rounds, and yeah. then just one mistake, and the whole thing falls apart part at the last Hecate event actually uh, i was playing playing armin mm-hmm. and uh i mean you've played him like he's mm-hmm. he's easily one of the best players we've got in town and, and oh, he, yeah. he was playing his alpha legion and oh, he knows uh that army well yeah he knows the army well uh, uh and uh and and because of just the way that the he and i had both gotten servo skulls in the previous round mm-hmm. and so i i had an extra unit of um recon marines that i picked up and he had picked up the squad of palatine blades and uh they really turned into the linchpin for him but i <laughs> i pulled probably just it, it was probably the stupidest thing but i mean i was running an event and and uh trying to trying to play at the same time and i forgot that you could get out the back of the storm eagle so i got out the side yeah <laughs> and that just put me within charge range and i think that was like turn three and then it was just like a chain reaction through my back line that oh, yeah. just completely fell me apart. Um, and, and that was the only time I got tabled actually with that, with, with the, the oh, updated yeah. Raven. He but... will, he will make you pay for every mistake you make every mistake you make. Mm-hmm. So very alpha legion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, fantastic game. And, and so 
I mean, you know, I, p- I picked those up and then that's when being the narrative player and the painter and the collector, uh, first and foremost, that's, that's when I kind of really started to get into it. Mm. And then, you know, I met all the dudes that we were playing with, uh, through your league and, you know, a bunch of great guys at a great time. And, mm. and now, you know, I've kind of been, kind of been around since, uh, I've been running events, helping events. Um, yeah, that was in 2016. Yeah. 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 I remember I, 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 I was using... In that first league, I think I was playing my Salamanders. So and I didn't play in that one. I played in the one where you, the second one. you had some Blood Angels. Oh, yeah, my Blood Angels army. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, uh, and you dropped, you're playing Day Revelation, and you dropped your Assault Squad right in front of my Mordathan. And, and I, yeah. And then uh, I, I did my, my Fatal Strike. Mm-hmm. And your like twenty man assault squad ran off the board, panicked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and was, then it was uh, a good game. That was a good game. I do remember that game. That was a that was a great game. Uh, I remember I was, was chasing, I was chasing Korax around. Yeah, well, because he he in one in one round of combat ripped the uh, the sarcophagus out of your leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. those fighting oh. styles. I I think Korax is. I think he's grossly underrated as Primarch. Well, the thing was, is the the game before that one, I had played against another Raven Guard player, and I dropped my my drop pod with my leviathan, and it came out and ripped Korax apart. Like I just ripped him apart. So I was like, sweet, two for two, and yeah, no, it didn't work out that way. Did no, not work that no. way. Um, did he have Korax in a unit? No. So what he did is because the rule with Korax, if he's not the front or the unit up the closest, you can't shoot him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless so, it's a Psyker or a demon unit that's yeah. shooting at him. Well, so he had all his stuff in front and Korax sitting in the back with nothing around him. I dropped my drop pod with my Dreadnought in it got out and just lambasted him with all the firepower I could drop into him from the Leviathan and took him down. Well, no, uh, I, I brought him down a few wounds from shooting. I believe he charged me. I want to say he charged me thinking he was going to win. And I, my Leviathan like ripped him apart. And I was just like, so jacked. Like a Leviathan just took out a Primark. I was like, yeah, kill count for the Leviathan. Woo! <laughs> and then I come in on my next game. I'm like, I'm going to pull the same thing on this guy. Because that was the first time I'd ever met you. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to pull the same shenanigans on this guy. Did the same thing. Yeah, it did not work out the same way. I did win no. the game, but barely. Like I squeaked yeah. out that win. Well, I I went first, and in the trick that I used to pull a Korax, because I don't have him in my current list, but the trick that I used to pull a Korax was because um, uh, he can just go into ongoing reserves. Yeah, is I would start him on the table and then go pull him into ongoing reserves. Yeah, um, so that way he's coming back the next turn, mm-hmm. and he's coming back automatically. And then because he's deployed, you're going to deploy thinking you're going to get him. Yeah. And so with that, you're you were like, oh, well, I don't really know what to do with the drop pod now. So I guess I'll throw it over here next to some guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you came in and ripped him apart. And then I came in behind. And at that point now, it's like, oh, what do I do? I think I tied you up with the Dark Furies and tried to melt a bomb you and yeah. just sacrifice the Dark Furies. So that mm-hmm. way I could jump in. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I jumped in, it was just done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was over quick. Uh, yeah, that, that that was a great game. That was the one that really really hooked me into it because mm-hmm. uh, I I had played a Salamanders player and I didn't really know what I was doing. Oh yeah, that would have been lost, like yeah, I know, uh, I Sean know. I think yeah, it was Sean. yeah um, 
owner he owns gamers den now right i believe so yes yeah shout out to gamers den and um and uh he slapped me like 27 to like seven or something he had, he <laughs> like had a killer killer uh salamanders list like he he knew that army inside and out. He he was really he was really good with it. I never played him in that league, um, but yeah. Well, the mistake about... I made was I tried to take Vulcan down. Oh, with Korax by himself. And uh, yeah, and so Korax got in, put a couple wounds on him. My intention was to just pull him out, mm-hmm. right? Um, just to ongoing reserves and kind of kite him. Yeah. Uh, but I was still kind of learning the rules and I hadn't been exposed to concussive yet. <laughs> and so I got smacked with that hammer and now I'm initiative one with a five plus invulnerable save. Yeah. And I can't escape because I got to pass a, uh, an initiative one initiative check yeah. to get away now that I'm no longer faster than him. And, uh, and it just did not go well. And, and then actually Armin was my second game. Oh, and uh yeah but uh so he he really helped me with the rules he really helped me get up to speed Mm -hmm. and uh and then um i had the nanite blaster because we were allowed to take relics and so i was trying to figure stuff out and we could change our our lists in between games and and so um because i had my praetor coding around with like a squad of dark furies and the dark furies Mm -hmm. have no shooting capability um yeah, exactly, and uh, and the whole squad can't take multi bombs, but let's you know we'll save that that conversation for lesser no lesser used units, <laughs> and um, and uh, so I was like, oh well, I'll get the nanite blaster. So I shot like I was close to him, mm-hmm. and I shot his terminator mm-hmm. with the nanite blaster, and it blew up like it killed him. So mm-hmm. then it creates another explosion. But the explosion scattered onto like one of my guys oh. and then just started blowing my guys up. Um, and, and so then he just like hammers in there and tears some guys apart. So then I was like, I got to get Korax in there and deal with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Korax in and then just get chewed apart by Terminators. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and then we kind of debriefed. It's like, well, you did this, you showed it on that. And yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, um, so I, you know, I, I started really getting into it and then, uh and then i think the next the next league was the the narrative the narrative campaign that i ran yes yes that's when we got all got introduced to uh no was it no custodes was season five or was it season no no uh it was season three because season three was the slow grow Mm. right because we finished we finished before christmas and then we got started september in September, yeah, it was we had a long break that time. Year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because um, we wanted to figure out what we were going to do with it um, yeah. and how to make it different. And uh, well, yeah, that that was that was wild. Um, well, well, let's let's let's, let's talk. I got about... a slap. I got a few slaps. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Let's 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 talk about uh, the future because we talked a lot about the past. Let's 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 talk yeah. about the future. So yeah, your some of your current projects right now are. Your mech, your Mechanicum. Yeah, and... yeah. So uh, the Mechanicum and and the Space Wolves. The Mechanicum has been something that I should have had done a long time ago. 
Because yes. <laughs> every time I needed to just top up an order on Forge World to get free shipping, yeah. I would buy a cool robot or a cool, uh, you know, a squad yeah. of Myrmidons yeah. or yeah. just something that I thought looked awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I was cleaning out the hobby space and I was like, I got like at least 2,500 points worth of Mechanicum. <laughs> um, I, I got to start, I got to start building this. So that's, that's been my main focus. Cause I'm, I'm a big fan of bland of, uh, Blanche and art and yeah. Blanchitsu. So, yeah. uh, you know, I've been, I've been working with, uh, with a little legend studio, uh, shout out to little legend, um, to, to really kind of up my metallics game. Cause that's, that's been where I've had a lot of issues and, and to actually, it's nice. Um, I will say this, uh, you know, a little bit of free publicity for him. Um, you know, a lot of the time when you're paying for lessons or you're signing up for a Patreon, um, if you're just doing it off PDFs and stuff, you will mm-hmm. get better at painting. And, and, and his PDFs do that phenomenally. Yep. His videos are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like watching Bob Ross on miniature. But uh, you're only going to learn to paint that one way. But if you can get into his private tutorship mm-hmm. he can actually help you develop your own paint style so i mean you've seen some of my my stuff i've been working on lately yes, I have. Yep. you know that that uh that alpha legionnaire that i put up there um the the magus that i've been working on for for a while yep, and it's yep. really allowed me to to develop my own painting style mm-hmm. you know he can work with you to set your own goals and then look you know i, I this is what i want to get to this is what i want to develop mm-hmm. and now I, you know, he teaches you those base skills that you need to actually build your own style. And so I've been using that to work on my Mechanicum and now I can use that to, to work on, on my wolves as well, yeah. which is, which is great because, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, I don't like that toilet bowl look and I'm a big Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. And so the, the wolves are a real labor of love that's coming through where it's, it's every single model model is going to be its own character. Mm-hmm. like he's you know every single one's gonna have face tattoos uh one, one thing I, I i did buy two things of varagir but i wish i bought one of varagir and one of the justaran terminators and just converted varagir out of the other five so that way right. i could have a little more variety in the the varagir terminators yeah. but um you know the the rest of the army will have to make up for it <laughs> what um, about yeah. uh what about you uh so with all the quarantine, uh, I've been able to get the everything I had for my Death Guard uh, up and painted pretty much. I've got two tanks i got to do some weathering on. Uh, so I, the, the Death Guard, they're not done. They're not the list, the 2,500-point list I'm looking for. I'm waiting for Forge World to, you know, start selling again. But, yep. uh, they're they're open now, actually. Are you, they? Can, you can place orders now, yeah. I think oh. it came open on saturday so yesterday oh okay okay so yeah so i'll I'll probably be uh surfing that right away but um yeah so the death guard i've been working on the death guard uh because i really wanted to work on weathering um Mm -hmm. and i was kind of sick of black for my dark angels it's uh it can get tiring can confirm (laughs) i mean i have about ten thousand points of of dark angels and you can only paint so much black before you get really yeah. sick of it and you really want to try something else. So that's why yep. I, I wanted to work with weathering. So I decided to do death guard. Um, got kind of bored with not, not bored with death guard, but ran out of stuff to do with them. Uh, and so I decided to finally pull the trigger and start working on a world eaters list that I've had in the back of my pocket for 
I don't know, since 2015, so about five, six years now, 2014, 2015, okay. somewhere in there. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, so and just then, about as long as I've had the mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So I, I decided to, after learning um, do's and don'ts with the white on the death guard, I decided, well, you know what? Because with the wet death guard, if they're sloppy, if it doesn't look right, if it's dirty, or if I mess up, just contribute it, you know, just add it up to them being death guard and not giving it a fuck. But with yep. world eaters, I really wanted to practice that white first. So practice the white on the death guard, really got, really understood how to work with white better. Uh, started working with uh, the death guard, decided to pull out uh, Karn, uh, painted up Karn just on a whim one night, just decided to start painting him threw him up on my Instagram and uh, gosh, you know, compliment from little legends, Miles Davis. And I was like, okay, I'm on to something. I've got something, I've got something here. So it was a, my wife couldn't understand why I was like, like super pumped. <laughs> so jazzed. I was yeah. like, I was like, he's one of the best painters in the world and he's complimenting me. And she's like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I have a, so wait, what 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 was the nature of the compliment? Fill us in. Well, it was just uh, I didn't go very heavy on the blood splatter, and that's that's kind of one of the things that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So you you did something a little bit different with your death guard as well, right? I did. Um, one of the things I did differently with my death guard is people usually like to use a olive drab or mute green for shoulder pads. And mm-hmm. I threw that out the window and said, no, I want something bright. So I went with a brighter green, uh, transitioned from a dark, uh, almost forest green up to a vibrant rainforest. It's green. almost fluorescent. Uh, yeah, the pictures make it look fluorescent. It's more salamander green. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was just because of a local painter here in in our hometown, you know, he basically was, he was giving out, he was doing a painting tutorial and he's like, one of the things I like to do is always add one bright color to a model just to, as a focus point. And I was like, okay, I kind of kept that in the back of my mind. And I started adding that to my dark angels instead of having the swords just being silver or steel or whatever. I made them this bright green. And I was like, I got really good at this, this green. I was like, okay, well I'm going to try it with my death guard. I, I like it. I like it. I, I love it. I think it looks fantastic. If, if anyone wants to take a peek at, at, at what we're talking about, uh, head over to, to Craig's Instagram at Craig or the Barbarian. Yes. Um, we'll uh, we'll put the link in the show notes as well. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, ch- check out his his world leaders and 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 check out the Death Guard as well because they are unbelievable. Um, I think you're you're really gonna love them, or or maybe you'll hate them um, just because they're a little bit different. But. Uh, <laughs> But that's that's going to kind of transition us into, you know, our uh, our next uh, segment here, our next our main topic, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, I think the main topic for today, I think I think that's a that's a good one to dive into is um, because I, I I'm getting ready to paint Al- Alfarius. I mean, I I love tackling the, the mm. Primark models; they're beautiful. I've got mm. Conrad Kurz done. I've got Alfarius in the box. I've got, mm. well, the box is open now, but <laughs> I've got Lehman Russ. I've got, uh, I've got more Tarion. Uh, I have got Sanguinius. I, I picked up him and the, the display base. 
in you were um, one of those guys that got in, nine at LVO in 2019. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was I was annihilated and spent way too much money. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. You got the, bulk, <laughs> the you booth. Got Sanguinius. You got Terminators. Yeah, I got I got the the Paladins because yep. uh, I I will be doing a Blood Angels here down the line, but I I, I put those on hold uh, again because I, I wanted to make sure that I could I could do these things justice. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that I could I could get my painting level up. Um, and it, I'm, you know I'm, I love the Siege of Terra. I love the Blood Angels. The Blood mm-hmm. Angels were a, a 40k uh, Space Marine chapter that I had done. Mm-hmm. um you know back in like 2010 i just yeah. did the the half of the starter yeah because um, a friend of mine bought it and didn't want it and uh <laughs> the uh yeah i got i got the the crimson paladins mm-hmm. i got the book i got the display base i got sanguinius yeah. i got some necromunda bits uh, and then I wandered over to the arena rex booth and i, and I bought in balls deep on that because they had a whole Viking faction, um, <laughs> so look look for those on the on the Instagram uh, shortly as well. Actually, I've been working a little bit on those. Uh, I didn't oh, mention it in the hobby progress, but yeah, I, I just ordered another one because they they added a new a new Viking to that. But uh, you know, with with the quarantine, it's a good time to get through all that backlog. Yeah, but the game's a, the game's a lot of fun, beer and pretzels wise. And I've got the I've got the Playmobil Coliseum, well, you, so you, 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 my, you were able to get your hands on that bad boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was like ninety bucks on uh, Amazon. Oh. It was, uh, and, and and the game's so easy. The rules are online. Um, if if you're looking for something just chill to play with your buddies while you're having a few beers, definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out online, Arena Rex. So but, that's gonna bring uh, us into our main topic, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, this... You know, other alternate alternate schemes. Because if you look on our on our Instagram, you'll see that I. I I painted the the test model for Alpharius mm-hmm. uh, using a, a Primaris Marine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can agree that the lore is kind of botched, <laughs> and and we're not we're not 40k fans, but uh, yeah. the, the size of the Primaris Marines are really good for practicing for Primarch models. I think. Yeah. Um, so Bigger that's that's a, how more I more detailed than a normal Marine. Um, can, you can practice different techniques. They'll show up a little bit better. Uh, yeah exactly they're, not, they're, they're not bigger quite, yeah they're bigger they're not quite you know primark size but they'll give you a a good practice model right yeah yeah i, I at least i think so anyway and i mean you know they, it's they're easy to get your hands on you can pick them up cheap uh any kijiji or facebook post um and then you're not you're not wasting any of those valuable terminator models or mm-hmm. mark four marines uh, especially because we haven't had a uh a plastic starter yeah, set i know i'm really in, jonesy in for years. one yeah, I, I would love a Mark II one. I'm a huge fan of Mark Mark II. I, I, I like. I, I'm a big fan of the Mark II, Mark III, um, Mark IV. They're too much. They're, to me, they're like too much like Mark VII. I kind of like the Mark V with the studs. But you know. I like the Mark V. Uh, I bought a lot of Mark V assault marines to mm. work into my wolves. Okay. Um, because yeah, so like you know, you you can easily because you know you need if if you're gonna do this kind of Blanchian wolves army you're going to need all these different bits and weapons and everything yeah. else. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I bought a, bought a pack of 40 K gray slayers and the Mark five, you can use the chest pieces Okay. with the Mark five and it'll, it, it looks reasonable. So um, basically Mark five, Mark six. our main topic is 
the shit idea that certain legions can only be paid in certain ways. And that's right. About like Alpha Legion and that don't get me wrong, I do absolutely love the metallic green. It looks great. But that yes. is yeah. not the only way up that, that is not the be end to end all for painting. Death Guard, that olive drab green, um, and the over use of weathering again is not necessarily the only way you can paint an army the same goes for thousand suns and that metallic red now i've done thousand suns and i've done it in metallic red so i do i do understand that um, so if you were going to let me ask you this if you if you were going to do that in an alternate color scheme how would you do your thousand suns if you were going to do them again if i was going to do them again oh oh Knowing what you know now, what you've learned off of your your war leaders, and what you've learned off of your your death guard, how would you do it differently? I wouldn't use the silver base to me red clear like I did for them. Uh, mm -hmm. I found uh, LVO this past in twenty twenty here. Um, there was a guy, uh, Nerd Paint Turbo Nerd Turbo Nerd. Um, he has this shout out to Turbo Nerd. Turbo Nerd. I'm pretty sure it's Turbo Nerd. I'll double check. We'll, I can put a link. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, he has this metallic red that is an acrylic paint that was damn near exactly what I did with a multi-step uh, silver bait, um, multiple coats of red clear. And I was just like, well, this could have saved me a bunch of time. But that's, again, going to that metallic red. I mean, if I did it again, yeah. probably more of a crimson, uh, slightly darker than uh, Blood Angels, but not as dark as World Eater or uh, World Eaters. Word Bear. Bears. Yeah, somewhere in yeah. there. Uh, we have a guy. Shout who... out to the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> yeah, those the, the Word Bears and them can go hand in hand. But um, I think one of the big things, uh, one of the one of the guys here in our community, Jason, he has his thousand sons, and they're uh, they're a a good in between red between our, our word bearers and uh blood angels and i think his army looks beautiful i love his i love his thousand sons um yeah he just approached it a different way and i'm sure if he posted on the thousand sons page a bunch of people will tell him he's playing blood angels or word bearers and that's just the that's the stigma that i just i i'm upset not so much upset with but just it's annoying that you can only paint a certain a legion a certain way like with with uh world eaters i find that and this was one of the things that i i was jacked up about when i got a compliment from miles davis there was he made it quite clear he's like you went you were how did he put it he uh you didn't go heavy on the blood and yeah. i didn't go heavy on the blood and i find that a lot of guys like some guys are just caking the the gore onto their world eaters. Now, again, if that's the way you like it to each their own, go yeah, hard. It's your hobby. It's yeah. your hobby. Paint the way you want to paint, but don't tell me that mine is wrong because I don't have enough blood or my green is too bright for death guard. Um, it's not all of drab and that's not the way the death guard are. So it's wrong. Yeah. Like I'm not telling yeah. you or my, not... my alpha legionnaire is uh space wolves or sons of Horus. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> that's the one, that's the one thing. Like, like it's, it's, it's your hobby. So if you want to paint a certain way, paint that way, but don't go telling everyone else that, you know, they're wrong for doing it differently than what, 
has been considered the norm or the mainstream for painting. So, yeah. I mean, I know you had some, you know, some interesting comments and, and things when it came to your test model for Alpharius there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, now I did do, I did do a slightly darker one, uh, first, so, uh, so I can understand where, where people would come from on the, the sons of Horus, but, um, it, it very much isn't a sea green, uh, color at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is still a, a blue gray, mm-hmm. um, or a blue green, but it is a little more muted and a little, a little darker. And I think it might work well if I convert up, say, like an Omegan. Okay. Um, he, you know, then he can look a little bit darker than the the Alpharius model. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's almost like I used I used the contrast paint, a thematic blue, okay. and I used it almost as a blending pigments in those contrast paints are fantastic like the colors are so rich and i find that if you shoot one of those through an airbrush it blends like you wouldn't believe it blends just it actually blends better than the windsor newton inks that i um but it creates such a unique color based on what's underneath it Mm -hmm. and um and and even after that you know and again check it out on, on our instagram guys um death and betrayal 30k um it'll and uh, yeah it'll be in the show notes as well uh, check it out on there um you know let us know what you think if you like it if you don't like it uh but um it is dancing it is getting close to that fenrisian blue i think depending on the light that you hit it at mm-hmm. i think it's much more saturated and i think it has uh i think it has more green in it than than the the Fenrisian blue does that that classic 40k space wolves ice blue look mm-hmm. um but i mean i i like it i'm gonna move forward on on the alfarius with it um and then you know i've dirtied them up i've put a little bit of weathering on them i've used some weathering powders on the base to to tie them together and mm-hmm. and did the the kind of corroding damaged metal um but uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I caught a lot of crap for it. That doesn't look Alpha Legion. That's not Alpha Legion. What are you doing? Like, nah. Like, you know. And 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 I don't think that's that's the right attitude to have about it. Um, you know, if if you don't like it, uh, you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Um, it's it's what I you know I I certainly make sure that that I don't I don't criticize. Um, when when I see it, because I love to see something that's a little bit different. I mean, mm. there's only. There's only so many blue green metallic alpha legions you can play against um, before it's just another alpha legion army on the table. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> if like, that if that makes sense, and and again, not shitting on the paint job, but um, you know, we like we have so many Iron Warriors players mm-hmm. uh, in our meta. Um, yes. I would love to see somebody come up with an alternate scheme for their Iron Warriors. Josh, um, Josh does. I've only it's, played his once and it, I don't really remember it. It's dark. Like it's, it's, it's like a black metallic, like um, a burnt iron. Yeah. It's dark. I mean, it's really, really dark and it, 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 it is different. Like you, like, you know, it's his as soon as you see it. Cause it's so different from the other iron warriors in our, in our community here. Um, and that's yeah, not, not again, just a... not shitting on 
uh, those yeah, paint jobs. We're are- not criticizing those paint jobs. Those paint jobs are phenomenal. Yes. Like again, shout out to Armin's Alpha Legion, which is that blue green metallic. He's mm-hmm. done a phenomenal job on it. Oh, yeah. He won best yeah. hobbyist, I think, in 2018. 2018. I think it's 2018. Uh, Andy and his his Ultramarines won in 2019. Yeah. Um, again, fantastic. But actually, I think I think that's a his even kind of danced that line. He had a really saturated blue that just looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, but that's the thing that like you look at some armies like like the Ultramarines, like the Salamanders, and you'll see multiple different styles of blues and greens, and people are like, yeah, okay, you know teach their own but as soon as you get into those few specific legions like the death guard and thousand sons and the elf legion that's not weathered enough (laughs) there's one way to paint it and that is it you you heavily weather it you have a dark green you make it look like you've run it through the mud a few dozen times and it seems like that that idea is the only way you know that it can be done but is it like I, I just, yeah, actually, I mean that, that's that's a good point. Like, because I I know that I know that you caught some crap for your your Death Guard um, in particular, but I mean, if we look at at you know, if you jump over to the Facebook page for the the um, the Third Legion, mm-hmm. like you've got you've got muted purples, you've got vibrant fluorescent purples, like mm-hmm. the ones you've that I did pinks, up for Ryan you've Irvine. Got... You've got pinks, you've got metallic purples, you've mm-hmm. got you oh, know yeah. everything under the sun in that group, and everyone loves it. Mm. Um, so if, if you, if, if you're not a great, some love and acceptance, head on over to the third legion and, uh, yeah, those are first children guys. They'll, they love everyone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I guess, uh, I guess you could even throw the night Lords in there too, because everyone's like, well, you gotta have that dark blue and you've got to have the lightning on it. You yeah, know? that's true. Actually. Yeah. And, and um, that was one of the things that kind of like discouraged me from doing a night Lords army was, yep. Like well, my, my Conrad Kurz, I, I lost a painting contest to um, an Alfarious model mm-hmm. because my my Night Haunter wasn't dark enough and I didn't have lightning bolts on him. So even though, and you've seen him, you know, yep. it's, 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 it's up on our, on our Instagram as well. It's, I don't know that it's the best picture. I'll try taking another one later, but um, you know, the, it, it it almost looks like a metallic blue. It is mm-hmm. non-metallic blue. That 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 was a pain. If anyone wants to replicate that, though, mm-hmm. um, do uh, you're gonna want to do Mechanicus Standard Gray as your your base color, and then you're gonna want to pre-shade up to your white, and then you're just gonna want to layer the uh, the black and the blue old Forge World clear colors mm-hmm. um, together until until you get some transitions and and get that that up and then just give it like a like a gloss coat um (laughs) but uh you know and 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 the judges actually said the metal on it was phenomenal it looked like somebody had actually just lined it with some brass but uh yeah i mean i I caught crap for for that one too uh the the highlighting is in the right spots it's a it was it's a wonderful looking model but because you didn't do that those lightning bolts or the the I think your blue's pretty dark. Like it's a dark blue. I mean, for you, ah, that one. I don't. I don't. It's that idea that you're only allowed to paint a certain way for certain yeah, legions. And like, like it just it, it bothers me. I mean, the legions are massive, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and and even within the Black Library novels, you get some variation. Like, speaking of alternate colors, I'd love to see somebody do. And I'm not doing it because I'm sick of painting black, mm. but I'd love to see somebody do a black Alpha Legion army. 
right? I mean, if if you're or or a purple one, right? Like, I mean, if you listen to Legion, uh, mm-hmm. which is, in my opinion, one of the best black library novels, um, I love it. I've listened to it several times. Mm-hmm. You know, Alpharius's armor is blue and ed- or sorry, purple edged in green, and Omega and the Infiltrators wear black armor. Yeah. Um, you know, do a black armor that like it has a purple base mm-hmm. and build it up. And I th- like, I think that would look unreal. I think you could have a really sick army and you could theme that, you know, with Exodus in there. You could theme that with Alpharius. You could, yeah. you could put seekers, you could use that as the head, you could use the headhunter Leviathan, right? A war. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, that's if anyone, if anyone's looking for a really obscure dying to be different project, Please do that one and and share it on the Facebook. Let well, us see it. Like I, I, uh, I would I, love it. I have a a destroyer squad I'm going to be using for my world eaters, and um, I'm currently listening to Betrayer, but I was uh, I was listening to Unremembered Empire, and we'll go over that in a little bit here. Um, but in Betrayer, the destroyers they're not in white armor; they're in black. And I have full intentions of doing a black destroyer squad uh, for my uh, world eaters. And I'm going to take some of the things I've learned from painting black from my dark angels and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, bring it over there. I'm going to be doing the shoulder pads in blue, jetpacks in blue. Um, but for the most part, they're going to be black as night because in Betrayer, they're black armor. They're not in white armor. So, yeah, uh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna rock Moritat with them or no, 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 no? Uh, the, I I picked just some them. solo radiated killers. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I I really just did it, uh, because I want to do a centurion. I'm doing a centurion list first, yeah. um, and I was like, okay, well, I want something fun, something different. You know, everybody's running around with the chain axes. I just hap- so happened to be listening to the part in Betrayer where Karn is, uh, they're getting lambasted, they're getting hit uh, by the Ultramarines, and um, they're trying to get the uh, the world, the word bearers to come give them a hand. They're not responding. And the bickering back and forth between this, this uh, destroyer sergeant and Karn about how, you know, they're traitor, the world eater or word bearers are traitors and they're, they're nothing but wusses and they're, you know, they're just a giant, bunch of giant pansies. And, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I took that scene. I was like, I want to replicate that scene to the best I can. So I'm going to be getting this, you know, black uh, destroyers. I kind of want, um, I'm not going to have uh Karn in my centurion list. I'm just going to have a Praetor, but I was just like, it gave me an idea and it was like, ideas start flowing through my head i'm not even going to be using destroyers in my 2500 point list or my 3000 point list well i might i mean i like them but that's for i love destroyers i yeah i'd love to see more of them you know i think i think for next episode a great great discussion point will be how you know how can you theme your army how do you how do you draw it out right Mm -hmm. um and I mean, just just a little bit of a spoiler for next episode, I guess. Particularly in our meta, it's it's been for years very competitive focused, and now, you know, it's kind of coming through that cycle, and it, it's starting to be more and more narrative focused. So I know I've been I've been helping a lot of guys out uh, in in the community 
with uh, with lists and, and themes. And, and if anyone wants us to do that for them, feel free to to send it through in an email. Uh, death and betrayal death and betrayal at gmail.com uh we'd be happy to help you build something like that but i think i think that's an awesome one uh that we can we can dig into for episode two because it sounds like you've got a really cool theme for your world eaters i'd love to talk more about my my wolves Mm -hmm. and uh, and my mechanicum actually Mm -hmm. because i'm i'm doing them a little bit differently from kind of the the norm and the mechanicum meta that you see out there Mm -hmm. uh i i think i think that would be fantastic but um yeah i mean it, those those destroyers are going to look wicked uh yeah they're going to really stand out that's the thing like they're going to you have this white you know it's kind of going to be like like the blood angels and the and the uh and the uh, death not death watch uh come on craig the blood angels and the the, 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 the guys the death no, no, that not death watch come on what uh the blue oh the black shields not the black shields. No, the blood angels had that have their the guys who go crazy in their in forty k. Oh, oh, uh, the death company. Death company. Yeah, there we go. I was yeah. so close. Death company. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's really gonna stand out. Like the death company stand out in a blood angels army. So you're gonna have this all white bloody army, and then you're gonna have these black. You know, I wish I could give them a glowing aura. You know, of irradiated fun, but. You know what? You could do it right around the rad grenades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've because uh, I mean, again, you've seen some of my Mechanicum, some of my Skitari and stuff. I give them a sickly radiation color, yeah. uh, and I I tend to use um, Vallejo Model Air A twenty eight M grayish blue. Okay. Um, and it's it's a real sort of like sickly. It's a it's a pastel gray blue. Mm. and it looks like radiation like i'm working on some thalax right now and uh they'll they'll be up on the instagram later this week but the uh on the back of them all have this this i'll post a little whip wednesday for the mages Uh, but uh you have to repeat that we kind of kind of lost you there oh sorry about that guys um that's okay we're doing it live <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's gonna happen from time to time we got to put up with it in quarantine yeah. but uh yeah i mean if you use like the a28m yeah. um grayish blue like i use that on my mechanicum i use that on all of the reactors all the little power packs um i use it in skitari um radiation carbines it it's an excellent glow. You could just fire a little bit of that through an airbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of like over the, the rad grenades, mm-hmm. I, I would, I would just do a glaze consistency. Maybe, okay, maybe sweet. first, maybe first hit the, the rad grenades with like a bit of white mm-hmm. and then uh, really thin down that, that grayish blue mm-hmm. kind of hit it right around the area. So that way it blends between and looks like it's starting to kind of stain or bleach the armor. That's, that's uh, mm-hmm. sitting next to those radiation grenades. And I, I think that could be a really cool effect. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely look into it for sure. So I heard I yes. the book I just read and you yeah. kind of, um, why don't, why yeah i kind of read um why don't we uh why don't we take a quick musical break and then uh you know we can uh we can come back and and we'll come back with uh craig's take on on unremembered empire and we're back all right craig tell us about unremembered empire run us through it oh so (laughs) 
gotta be one of the best heresy books i have listened to in a long time i i, I loved it i loved it um general gist is it's a basically um gilliman is apprehensive about you know starting in imperium secondus Imperium secundus a little bit of a little traitor behavior Uh, coming from the avenging son oh that's just it that i i used to think he was wrong for it oh i don't think he was wrong like what was he supposed to do what was he had no contact to the outside world or the outside outside of uh the 500 worlds like he just had no contact you know he for all he knew the Emperor was dead. Terror had fallen. I, 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 his his motivations were not were not bad. That's why he was so, in my opinion, he was so reluctant to name himself emperor. He just he refused to name himself emperor because it it just looked poorly on him. Right? He was just stealing another empire, just like Horus. He was no better than Horus. I mean, uh, John. No, I mean to me to me though that sounds like deep down he knows he's no better than Horus, and he's doing it just for the just for the optics yeah but that's the thing he kept saying you know uh that any other loyal brother he would happily make them emperor any any loyal brother and then guess who shows up out of the warp the a traitor hey <laughs> i might that's we're gonna be saving the <laughs> The traitor, dark angel, loyalist, alpha legion for another podcast. I could rant on All right. but for a while. Okay. But, so you know what though? On, on just a quick shout back to our previous uh, previous segment. If anyone wants to do dark angels, a nice Caliban green fits those traitors nicely. Oh, that man. is the traitor set. That no, come on now. That is Luther's angels are green. They are green. <laughs> yes, you are right. Uh, if funny, I have hints of green in some of my older stuff. I wonder if they're the traders. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, uh, Johnson comes out of the warp and the thing is both, I find it very interesting that both Gilliman and, uh, the lion both have secrets. They're both keeping something from, from one another. Um, the Lions keeping has currently has Ker, uh, Conrad Kurz running around, you know, in the bowels of his ship. Uh, he, when he was in the warp, he was kind of locked into this engine, uh, engine compartment. Uh, as soon as they got out of the warp, that sly son of a bitch was off that, that ship in the most fantastic way, most fantastic way. Um, do you want to know how? I do. I do. Tell me. Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert. Uh, also, we, we will, I know we're, it's, we're a little late saying this now, but we will have this section numbered in the show notes so that if you don't want any spoilers, you can't skip it. Yes. So, Gilliman. So, how does, it, how does he get off the ship? Gilliman and the lion are having this lovely gathering. Afternoon tea? Well, it, it was a dinner. It was a dinner party. Okay. <laughs> thousands of people are there and the uh conrad gets out of his out of his engine bay he kills murders just a butt ton of dark angels 
and then finds out, well, you know, how how is one guy going to get onto the planet? How does one guy get onto this super secure planet? Well, one guy doesn't get drop onto pot. this. An entire drop pod of salt gets onto the planet, and all he has to do is uh, be in one of those drop pods. Smart. Now, Gilman currently has the void shields up over the city. So these drop pods, now you would think, well, how is, how is Kurz going to get this drop pod of salt to go off? Well, technically he has the same DNA as the lion. They all have the same DNA. They all have a base, similar DNA to the emperor. So he spits onto the, uh, onto the uh, data slate to launch the assault. 400 drop pods full to the brim with Marines. He gets into one of the drop pods, murders everyone in that drop pod. And these, these drop pods are coming down. They're coming down fast. Warnings are going everywhere. You know, at this point in time, Gilliman's got Johnson up against a wall. He's gone by his, in his gauntlet by his, by the neck, you know, the lion's going, it wasn't me. I swear to God, I don't know what's going on. Lower the shields. Do not make my sons pay for this. Cause they're going to hit that shield up those void shields. And they're just going to be, it's going to be they're a bug, hit, bug hitting a windshield. Like they're, they're dead. And yeah, Conrad, he's rec- he's relying on Gilliman to drop, drop his uh, shields. And he's foreseen it already. You know, he has that little, you know, you can kind of see in the future. Um, yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit of that precog in him. A little bit of the precog in him. So he's he's already foreseen that it's most likely Gilman's going to drop the shields. Well, sure enough, Gilman drops the shields. Uh, controlled descent, minor property damage, nothing big. Gilman is still pissed, and the Dark Angels are coming out of the pods, and they're just like, "We're sorry. Here, here's our guns. We're sorry. We don't know what happened." Like. Like, like we, we, we're sorry, right? They're begging. So why, well, <laughs> sorry, what was that? Why, why were the dark angels in the pods to begin with? Well, I mean, it's, it's the lion, man. He doesn't trust anyone. He did not know what he was coming into. Like he, Okay. He, so, so the lion had everybody kind of on standby, ready had, for assault. Just he a had a 400 assault, uh, basically an assault drop pod ready to go a 400 drop pods ready to go just to drop down just in case Gilliman had done something bad he was he was ready to because the fleet that comes in is like it was big enough that it could you know run rickshaw right over mccrag could have run right through them it could it could have wiped them off the face of the earth well off the face of mccrag he had enough firepower he was coming in there full full firepower but you know he was he didn't know what was going on like you know you know what was the the times are times are weird at this point you know no one can trust anyone and there's a comment that uh i believe i believe it was the line you know thanks to horace we can't even even two loyal brothers can't trust each other you know because they can't like you know you look at istaban three and istaban five you know they're getting these loyalist brothers are getting screwed over by people who they think are loyal. So, yeah. So Kurz murders this, ten, this, you know, 10 man, 10 man squad in this, uh, uh, drop pod, uh, a 10 man 
tactical ultramarine tactical squad and the land raider comes up and you know they've been all all those landing sites are being secured by ultramarines at this point and so they're seeing no life no life signs they're getting the land readers reading no life signs sergeant gets out and he's kind of poking around and we're talking like full-on horror movie kind of like ooh, what's going on like this drop pod's coated in blood one of the guys voxes he's like yeah it's like 80 liters of blood <laughs> like just it's just blood just 80 yeah. liters of blood and just that's what, around in a pod. everything goes everything gets turned upside down because Kurz decides he's a little bored and he's never killed an ultramarine before he murders all 10 of those tactical marines and then somehow i mean he is a primark flips that land raider onto its side so now you got this land well, that's raider not on the, hard well he, 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 he played mean, halo yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Put that thing over, no problem. So yeah, so he he's now loose. So at the same time, they things have kind of calmed down at this point. Uh, the Dark Angels have surrendered peacefully to the Ultramarines. Some willing to give over their weapons. Some you know, didn't give over their weapons, but you know they still went peacefully. And both Johnson and the Lion get the news at the same time about. One of the tactical squads in the drop pods was killed and murdered for Johnson, and that one of the Ultramarine squads had been murdered too. And not just murdered, like silenced, like heads ripped off, disemboweled, like straight up horror movie stuff. And real Freddy Krueger style. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, that's, and they had just, like, at, when this news came, um, the Lion and Gilliman had just been talking about how. No more secrets. No more secrets. They were gonna be truthful with each other. And what is John? What is Lion? Lion's first thought when Gilman starts pressing him on, "What did you bring to my planet?" To start lying. So he starts well, lying. Once, once a traitor, always a traitor. Well, yeah. <laughs> pump the bricks. I mean, yeah. at this point in time, Gilman. Sorry, hasn't... you're right. You're right. He's I... just a fence sitter. At this point in time, Gilman hasn't told uh, the lion that he's got, uh, he's currently got Vulcan on the planet. Vulcan's in his medical uh. lab. Uh, I mean, he's a burnt, burnt to a crisp, but he's alive. Gilman's but do they saying, know? So they know it's Vulcan, though. Yes, at this point in time, Gilman does know it's Vulcan, and by the end of the book, Gilman still has not told uh, jo- or lion that. Vulcan is on his planet. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I mean, maybe I won't give out. I mean, that's about we're at the halfway point in the book. Maybe next podcast, uh, I'll continue the rest of the story. Um, yeah, that way, yeah. Because I mean, I, I, if you're like me and you you're now no longer driving around in your car for seven hours a day, yeah, <laughs> you don't you can't you can't get these stories yourself. Right. No, so, and that's the uh, thing. Like, well, I've been doing hobby time. That's why I've been listening to these. Uh, when I, every few times I am in my vehicle, I try to listen to the uh, uh, the books as well. Um, but yeah, Betrayer will continue uh, in episode two here. I'll continue explaining what's going on because it gets wild, wild. Kurz just wreaks havoc on that planet for the short period of time he's on there. Just like Jet Li unchained. Oh no, fully unchained. Like just just 
disturbing. Really how... obscure kung fu movie reference. <laughs> he, he I don't is... know if you've seen it. <laughs> I have not. But he is just he is a monster. Like like you think Angron is a monster? No. Conrad Kurz is the most diabolical, despicable, disgusting Primark out there. He is not he's not human. He's so far no, from he, human. He's, he's he's Ted Bundy on roids. Oh yeah, he's he's Ted Bundy with demigod powers. Like it's gross. It's gross. He gets he gets oh man. And and, and we uh, will we will we can talk about this more episode two. I'll I'll share some more because we're about halfway through and I'm only giving a slight synapse. Like if you really want to get into the details about this book, you know, I'd recommend listening to it. Get your get yourself an audible subscription or yeah, know, yeah, or Def- definitely definitely recommend that. It's definitely it's, it, it's an excellent book. It's definitely yeah, one of the I, best. I'm I'm not quite halfway through it, but mm. I, I do know that the secondary storyline I'm a big fan of. I'm always a huge fan of that character and his story arcs. Mm. Um, he's, he's one of my favorites. Uh, and, um, I think we, we just got a peek in, in the third book of the siege of Terra, mm. uh, for, um, a, a little bit of, of that action coming in. Mm. Um, but I mean, that's, I think, I think we'll leave that one for the, uh, for the folks at home to read, but yeah. I, I like, I like taking the, the high points of of these characters that we know and, and that have invested us in, yeah. in the hobby, right? I mean, realistically, if you're a Legion player, you're playing the Legion because you like the Primarch. Mm-hmm. You, you probably, well, I guess that maybe you relate to him if, if you're a Night Lords player. I hope you don't relate yeah, too closely to Conrad Kurz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you, you, you love the model, you love the lore, and you mm-hmm. love this character, and, and you love you know, the, the part that they play on this, on this galactic stage. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think, I think, you know, it, it gives anyone who doesn't have time to read it a nice way to get a peek into the major points mm. yeah, of, sure. of the Harris. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, at, at 48 books deep and going, it's, it can be, it can be a little bit daunting. Yeah. I haven't, um, I haven't come close to listening to them all. Maybe, maybe 20 books. Um, yeah. some books I've if, listened if to multiple a... times yeah yeah same here uh, I've listened to Legion probably three or four times um, I've listened to the first three uh, the first three books probably three times each uh, in a row because they're just that damn good yeah I've got to go through those ones again maybe maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll dig into those but if if there's if there's a particular book that you'd like us to to dig into and, and to kind of give you our our Cole's notes version on it. Mm. Um, you know, leave, leave us a message, send us an email. Yep. Um, you know, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, death and betrayal podcast, yep. uh, death and betrayal 30 K. Um, Instagram there. Yeah. Um, at, at DAB podcast, uh, on Facebook, send us a message. Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, uh, you know, just leave a comment, let us know what what you'd like to hear. If there's any host questions that you've got, you want to hear us discuss or hash out, please Mm. let us know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, what's the plan for the next episode? So yeah, next episode, um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully Forge World will have something new for us to, to talk about. I know, um, I think everybody's probably at this point seen the 
or at least heard about the uh, the Thramas Crusade updates. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have some models to chat about um, that are actually up for sale on, on Forge World. Oh, the moment and... the moment the line goes up on sale, he's gonna. I'm pre-ordering him as soon as he goes on sale. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I I just placed a big order for a bunch of uh, Solar Auxilia, mm-hmm. so I got to figure a paint scheme out for those boys. Um, because there's just something beautifully romantic about being a man in a time of giants. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to play I, I gotta get hard mode there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Harris yes, on hard off. mode. Yeah. Um, is it hard mode? It, I, I mean, heresy on hard mode, I think, is more of a mindset. Right? Um, that, that to me, is, is looking for the most obscure list you can can possibly uh and i think i think we'll talk a little bit about that uh on on the next episode on mm. on how do you theme your army and may, maybe we'll make it a maybe we'll make a segment called heresy on hard mode where i'll just create a, a batshit insane list nice. with a cool theme <laughs> and uh it, that you know completely defies the meta for that for that legion um you know, maybe yeah maybe we'll maybe we'll do something something for that i'm working on alfarius we talked a little bit about uh you know an infiltrating alpha legion army maybe maybe i'll make a heresy on hard mode list for that maybe yeah Yeah. um but uh yeah i mean for for me um you know what we we can go over the the list that i've got planned for the solar ox but i think it's it's quite different from um from what you'd normally see with them and and i know I know uh, anyone that's had to go up against the Malkadoran Furnace is going to hate me for saying this. Mm-hmm. I don't have one. I don't plan to get one. But uh, I did know I was reading the FAC again mm-hmm. uh, that had dropped uh, just after LVO 2019. Yep. And um, you know where the, where the Malkador lost uh, super heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your rules is a written guy, it's technically only the Legion Malkador that lost that. Hmm. Dirty. Because it's it's under the Space Marine Army list, and it says Legion Malkador on it. Dirty. Which is the one that can take a Space Marine crew. So, um, dirty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> personally, personally, uh, if a Space Marine player wants to bring the Malkador, I'm gonna let it just keep super heavy. I mean, it needs it. It needs it. Yeah, uh, it does. You know, I mean, the Malkador in Furnace doesn't care about it because it's. It's firing a template weapon anyway, but I, I think the Malkadoran furnace is completely overpowered. So um, I, I won't be taking one. Uh, I don't think it fits. Uh, I will be taking no, a flamer section. No, I will be taking a flamer section, but because I love the welding masks, mm. um, and uh, and I, th- I think I think I'm definitely going to need them in in any zone mortalis game that we go up against. Oh, yeah um you got you got to have that flamer section uh to protect your your squishy toughness three Mm -hmm. commanding officer um but uh yeah so we'll 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 do a little bit of heresy on hard mode we'll talk a little bit about uh, the plan list for that okay um and then uh if anyone does have any any heresy on hard mode lists they want to send in or any list that they want us to take a peek at, definitely email it in. Um, we'll talk about how do you theme your army, because uh, I'd love to talk a little bit more about uh, the Space Wolves, and, and I'd love to hear a, a little bit about how you themed your your Death Guard. Okay. And then uh, we'll catch into the second half of Unremembered Empire, uh, as seen from the Primarch's eyes. Yeah, and we will uh, we'll also go over what we're working on. Uh, so you can yep. probably... 
we're hoping for every two weeks to put out a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're gonna try to get it out for the fifteenth and the thirtieth every month. Um, Why don't we do the fifteenth and the first? Yeah, fifteenth and the first. Um, every month has no, a no, every month has a first. It does, but uh, then if it's on the thirty first, we get an extra day of rest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I like the fifteenth and the thirtieth because those are the days that get paid. Um, so it just it, everything else in my life runs on that schedule. Um, okay. It just helps 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 me keep it easy. <laughs> helps, you, yeah. helps you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Helps me stay organized. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know we, we'll uh, we'll post some whips on Wednesday. I've I've started a little thing called uh, Showcase Sunday. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if t- tag a model that you've completed or a unit that you've finished and and that you're really proud of, and hit it with hashtag Showcase Sunday, mm-hmm. um, you know, and uh, tag us in it if you want us to take a peek at it. We'd love to see it, mm-hmm. and then uh, make sure you follow at Crager the Barbarian on Instagram mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I'm sure he'll be doing some cross posting. Oh, I will be doing uh, cross posting. Don't worry about that. And a cu- couple shout outs just to recap the the shout outs that we kind of hit on this on the show today. Uh, shout out to uh, Gamers Den, um, yeah. the Eye of Horus podcast as well, mm-hmm. Little Legend Studio and his Patreon. Uh, definitely yeah. sign up for that uh, if you want to get better get her, get better at painting, or if you can't get into the um, private tutorship, I definitely recommend it. Um, shout out as well to. Uh, uh, Phil Harlos and my little pony uh, painting studios yep. uh, who've helped Craig kind of develop his, yes, his painting has, style. Yep. And really uh, big, uh, influence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's by far one of our, I, he's, he's by far one of our best painters uh, in the area and, oh, yeah. and a premier um, event organizer as well. Yes. Uh, you know, he, he and, uh, and Matt Chaffee from the, the infinity side of things, mm. um, uh, th- you know, that's, that's who I model my events off of. Um, you know, they, those, those two guys themselves inspire me. Um, mm. you know, and, and you've been, you've been to the first to Katie, we had to push the, the second one because I, I, I knew that, uh, the quarantine was going to hit us. So I, I had kind of pushed it off, but, mm. um, you know, we'll be able to get back into it, into it soon. And maybe, maybe that'll be a good episode talk for uh, an episode down the line yeah and then um yeah i turbo nerd if that if that is his name yeah i will we'll, like uh, I said, we'll see I if will... we can find him we'll put him in the show notes yeah we'll put him in the show notes for sure yeah and uh yeah i think that's it for me is there anything else uh you want to shout out craig uh no i think you hit them all, hit them all. Yeah, i think i think so yeah yeah thank you yeah right on this was fun thanks for uh thanks for you know following along with us guys and uh helping us work the kinks out if you do have any recommendations we'd love to hear them but uh other than that i think that was it i think that's that's a great first episode and i think that's a wrap yeah so watch your backs loyalists oh (laughs) (laughs) fucking thing sucks we'll do it live